Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good morning. You're listening to the award-winning program, Exceptional Women, on Magic 106.7. This is Sue Tab, along with my co-host, Kendra Petroni. And this morning, we are joined by someone who has dedicated her entire career to helping those with developmental disabilities and their families. She is Joanne Simons, and she's the president and CEO of Northeast Arc. She's also a mother, an advocate, an author, and sought-after speaker. We interview incredible women every week on this program, but sometimes they're so exceptional, we just have to have them back to learn about their latest accomplishments. And in fact, this is the third time Joanne has joined us, and we're so thrilled to have her back. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you for having me, Sue and Kendra, even if it's the third time. That's all right. And for those that may not have heard the last two times that you were on the show and those who maybe aren't familiar, let's start by telling people about the Northeast Arc and the programs and the services that you offer. Well, I like to say we're like Amazon. We have a drop-down menu and we provide services from the beginning of life to the end of life for people with intellectual disabilities and autism um, and some Programs are available to folks who are aging as well and have physical disabilities, and we cover the lifespan, and we're here to help people from early intervention services to employment services to recreation and Special Olympics and personal care and employment and housing and everything to make them good members of the community. Joanne, for you, this is much more than just a job or even a career. It's it's pretty personal. Talk about your son, Jonathan, and how he sort of drew you into this work. Thank you. And I like to say I didn't choose this career. Um, this career chose me. Jonathan was born in 1979, which means that uh, for those of you who don't do quick math like me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do quick math. Um, He is almost 44 years old, and he was born with Down syndrome and four heart defects. And the world that I envisioned for him didn't exist. And I knew that the only way to create an inclusive, welcoming world where he had every opportunity to achieve whatever it is that he wanted was to make those same opportunities available to everyone because we rise together. It wasn't going to be enough if I could provide inclusive opportunities for Jonathan but that I needed them to be available to everybody. So really early from my hospital bed, actually, using the energy that I had. um, And to be honest, the disappointment, I was not expecting a child with Down syndrome, so I had to rearrange my life's Mm -hmm. vision and dreams for both him and for, for, for us. And that became a journey that's taken me around the world and helped create a world that now is welcoming and we have been able to demonstrate that people with disabilities have enormous gifts and contributions to make to our communities. 
When we spoke with you last, you had just undertaken a huge new initiative, the Center for Linking Lives at the Liberty Tree Mall. Tell us why you wanted to open that center. We wanted to put services and supports for people with disabilities in the community. Too often, programs for people with disabilities are in separate locations. Sometimes they're even in industrial parks. They're hidden from the community. They're not on public transportation. They're not accessible to the opportunities that exist in a community like restaurants and shopping and retail and exercise. And so we thought, what better place than a mall? And our malls are going under tremendous rebirth and rechange, and they all can't be distribution centers. And we found that the Liberty Tree Mall was exactly what we were looking for and an added benefit because for many organizations, what they need is ample parking for their staff. And so the malls had ample parking for our staff that's on public transportation, which makes it easier for the individuals we support and our staff to get to work. It has all sorts of amenities in terms of, you know, food, food and retail and shopping, great for the people we support, but also for our employees who can have easier access to those kinds of uh, amenities as well. It has security. Mm-hmm. It has, you know, in, in inclement weather, people are still able to walk the mall. And in fact, we're able to walk the mall early with all the Walmart, wall, right. wa- mall walkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we're also saving our malls, or, and we are, I, I feel that it's... Um, reducing our carbon footprint, and we're reusing and showing, we're demonstrating that malls have other purposes and they can become community centers and vibrant places once again. What happens, Joanne, at the Center for Linking Lives? Talk about it if people are um, not familiar with it. And, and I know it's now been open for a couple of years. Talk about how it's, how it's going, how it's growing. It's going great. We have been there for a few years now, and uh, we are Probably, you know, not quite bursting at the seams, but we're bursting with uh, the kinds of activities that are happening there seven days a week during the day. We have several day programs and employment programs where people, adults with disabilities, are spending their days actively in services that we provide and supports, but using the mall as a, a, an extended, um, extended space. Uh, and they're using it for gym. And the exciting opportunities there for employment. So we're, we train people for jobs in the community, and then they can work in places right there at the mall that, you know, whether or not it's um, Marshall's or Panera Bread, um, there are places that our folks are actually working. And if they're, they're also being trained for jobs in other environments in the community. And as part of our being at the mall, we have a store called Parcels, which features Mm. Products made, um, products made. And I think we're hopefully going to talk about that in a few minutes as well. Yeah, I, I was actually going to ask you that. That it's one of my favorite places to go in the Liberty Tree Mall. I shop there all the time. Parcels. It's a retail store. It has jewelry, beautiful artwork, and I. It's my go-to for teacher gifts, for birthday gifts, for any kind of gift, and it's a way to give back. Can you tell our listeners a little more in depth about what Parcels does? And I, I can't recommend it enough. If you're in the Liberty Tree Mall, please go and shop there. Yes, and when you shop there, tell them that you heard about us from Magic One Hundred Six. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is a unique store that features products that are made by people with disabilities from around the world. We represent every continent in the country in the world except for Antarctica, which of course they don't have any industry there. <laughs> but we have beautiful products from Africa and from Asia and from Australia and from the Middle East, wow. from the United States and from the Northeast Arc. And these are highly curated. You don't get to just be in the store because you have you're a person with a disability and you make something in your kitchen. You know, these are really beautiful products and as you talked about some of them not only are there jewelry, there's furniture, mm-hmm. there's home goods, there's children's products, there's toys, there's animal products. There's everything in there and it's the place that you want to go to when you have a, you know that special gift shop that you you, you need to bring a hostess gift or you right. need to, as you said, a teacher gift or a yeah. holiday gift or just something to pamper yourself because you want some, you know, body wash scrubber, you know, you want to have that pottery piece that's unique uh, and it's a great place for corporate gifts but when you're doing it you're supporting these entrepreneurs from around the world and often case we're their largest purchaser of their products and we don't sell this on consignment we buy this stuff so these individuals are actually guaranteed an income uh, and it's not charity when you see this these products it's something that uh, you want to have and, and cherish Joanne, you've talked in the past that the Center for Linking Lives is something that could be replicated by other agencies across the country. And we've learned that you're sort of uh, walking the talk by opening an extension of the center at Square One Mall in Saugus. So talk a little bit about who will be using that space. That's a great, um, great opportunity for us to talk about the Square One Mall, which is going to have a program that's going to do similar what we're doing at the Liberty Tree Mall, which is a place for adults during the day to learn new skills, to learn employment skills, and have the opportunity to work in the community as well as using the amenities of the Square One Mall. And we were hopeful that our model of being in a mall would be replicable around the country, and we have hosted several other organizations that are looking to do this. And we are very excited that we're able to even demonstrate in our own area that we can do it again at the Square One Mall. And we're able to do that because we were very lucky that we had a $3 million capital campaign that we just closed out. And that's really the generosity of our donors and the community and foundations and corporations, which saw what we were doing is really valuable and helped us get to the finish line. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni, and along with Sue Tab, we're talking today with Joanne Simons. She's the president and CEO of the Northeast Arc. Joanne has dedicated her entire career to helping those with developmental disabilities and their families. She's sharing updates on some incredible programs and events. Let's get back to our conversation. Joanne, I know that getting staff has been a challenge for nearly every business, but it's been especially challenging for organizations in the human services field. What are you doing to try to get more people interested in working at the Northeast Arc? Well, we're trying to demonstrate to people that working at the Northeast Arc is more than a job. It's a mission. It's a purpose. And you can feel good about what you're doing. But we understand that that doesn't pay the grocery bills or fill the car Mm -hmm. with gas or charge the cars with electricity. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're working very hard to make sure that our employees are paid livable wages. You know, we have great incentives around education and tuition reimbursement and 
there, because we have 1,100 employees, there's a career ladder for every single person who comes to work at the Northeast Arc. There's going to be opportunities for them to grow and advance. There's not a person that you could introduce me to that I couldn't find a place to work at the Northeast Arc, whether it's a full-time, part-time, you know, temporary employee, working with one family, working with many families, working in one of our programs, working whatever shift of hours um, work for you, you know, working around whether or not you have home or family obligations. You know, we have a position that you could fill, whether or not you have no experience or if you're a high school student or uh, a student who's not yet thinking about going to college or whether or not you're an LPN or an RN or OT or speech pathologist or physical therapist, we've got something here for you, whether or not you're a uh, work with folks with autism and have a, a BCBA or an ABA. We have everything and we'll provide you with um, great a great environment and even greater opportunities. Talk a little bit about Pathways to Opportunities, that program. I know you've partnered with Lynn Classical High School. What's that all about? That's probably the most exciting thing that we've done in the last few months is we've launched this program with the support of uh, philanthropists in the area and corporations who saw that there were two problems that we were trying to address. One is that we wanted to provide career opportunities for students in um, an urban high school that were not yet thinking of going to college, and we wanted to address the workforce crisis in human services. So we have an after-school program at Lynn Classical High School. 70% of the students are Spanish-speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, they come from a, an area that has a, a high rate of poverty, um, but we have brought together a cohort of students who are the most energetic, enthusiastic young men and women and have shown them what a career in human services could look like. And it doesn't matter what they might be interested in, because let's say they want to be an, go into accounting. Well, we have accountants that work in the, the Northeast Arc. They want to be a nurse. We have a home care agency within the Northeast Arc. If they're not quite sure, we can provide them with opportunities in our recreation program. So we have an after-school program three days a week, and then during school vacations, we hire them as interns and pay them, and they're introduced to real jobs. And when they graduate, we can uh, offer them a wonderful opportunity, even in their own community. If they don't, if they don't have public transportation, they can be working in the Lynn community. If they have access to their own transportation or public transportation, we can um, offer them other kinds of opportunities. This uh, after-school program has been incredibly successful. We've already received um, funding and interest to try to replicate it in other high schools, and we hope that we will see this throughout the Commonwealth um, as a way of addressing. Uh, those students who might not yet be thinking of going to college mm-hmm. and haven't c- considered a career in human services. Joanne, another area that both you and the Northeast Arc are making a priority are remote supports and assistive technologies. And for anyone listening who may not be familiar with those terms, can you explain what they are and why it's so important for individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities to have those? Yes. So remote supports are those programs and devices that would allow people with an intellectual disability or someone who's aging 
to live independently without the presence of an actual staff person because the support will be done remotely through actually through a device that would connect them to somebody mm-hmm. 24-7. And I'm not talking about artificial intelligence. I'm talking about actually somebody that would you could access in your home 24 hours a day, seven days a week, who would know who you are because they have all the background information mm-hmm. um, about you. And would be able to answer appropriately. So, for example, if you woke up in the middle of the night and realized that you had no power, you could access your remote support person and tell them you didn't have any power. And they'd say, don't worry, I'll call the uh, power company for you. And they would know who your power company was. Another part of remote supports is being able to give people even more independence by using devices that might be located in their home. So, for example, you know that every time your mother comes into the house, three o'clock. She's turning on her favorite TV show at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, if she hasn't sat in her favorite chair by 3.15, somebody's going to get notified that her yeah. habits have changed in order to be able to change that. And we can put these kinds of sensors in all different places in a home to be able to allow that person to live as independently as possible for as long as possible. And, you know, there are assistive devices For example, you know, I'm not going to let my child live independently because I think they're going to burn the house down because they don't know how to cook correctly. Well, there are smart ovens and smart refrigerators. There are devices you can put in a microwave that turn off before the food burns. So we like to start with what's the problem the person's having Mm -hmm. and can we find a technology to help address that? It's exploding every day. I, I was just going to add, you know, I you know, I have I have two boys that are on the autism spectrum. For me, thinking about their future, that's one thing that my husband and I worry about all the time about their ability to be independent. And as they get older, as we get older, are they going to be able to do those things? Cook, you know, function on their own in a home or in an apartment. And all of what you're talking about is hitting home for me because it eases my mind to know that that's a possibility that there is, there would be help and assistance for them because they worry about and it as a parent every day. And it's, the, the field is just blowing up because these companies that are involved with assistive technologies or artificial intelligence and remote supports are now seeing that the disability community is a great audience for mm-hmm. them to be paying attention to. And so I invite anybody to come to the Liberty Tree Mall where we have an assistive technology adaptive assistive technology lending library. And so we can assess somebody and then you don't even have to buy the equipment before you decide whether or not it's actually useful. Because how many of us have bought stuff and it sits on shelf? The last thing we want to have happen, try it. And so even if you have younger children, I'd say, let's put some technology in there in your house now and get them used to using some things. We have, you know, I agree. It's just incredible stuff. Mm -hmm. So please reach out to the, the Northeast Arc about that. And you have to come see it again, and we'll do a little evaluation for you. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and of course, we know that you can't do the work that you do without government funding. Uh, you know, you must seek grants, donations to support all of these efforts and all of these incredible programs that you've developed. And you have a big fundraising event coming up. It's called An Evening of Changing Lives. It takes place on June 8th. It's at the Encore Boston Harbor Resort. Tell us all about the event. It's the most amazing event because it's we do a fashion show with the people we support and you know what I call you know celebrities local celebrities you know that um, well and this year we have um, again some great you know great celebrities we've got um, the um, lieutenant governor 
uh, Kim Driscoll. We have the former First Lady Lauren um, Baker. We have um, from Deloitte, we have um, Kevin McGovern and, you know, a wonderful list of people who volunteer to come out and spend the evening with us and walk the runway with, you know, great enthusiasm and help us raise the money to be able to do these wonderful things for people with disabilities and autism in our region. And I guarantee you it's the most fun you'll have in an evening um, that you've had in a long time. And it's on the Encore is a beautiful setting on the lawn. It is. uh, I was just going to say, it's so convenient in terms of people getting there. Mm -hmm. It's a gorgeous setting. You can't go wrong there. Can you talk a little bit about how people can um, get tickets? Sure. Um, Any hyphen arc.org forward slash gala. We just would love people to come see it because you can't help but be moved by the accomplishments of the individuals we support from folks who are very young to folks who are medically fragile to folks who are autism, who have unique skills. You know, wherever you are on the spectrum of humanity, uh, there's a place for you at the Northeast Arc. So I just want to give that website out again. It's ne-arc.org slash gala. And we'll put a link up on magic1067.com so that people can do just a one-click, easy over, get tickets. If people want to donate to support the organization, is that the best way to do it? Right at that website? Yes, on the, on the website. And if people want to get involved as a volunteer, there's an opportunity on our website to do that um, as well because volunteers uh, help us in so many different ways. And just before we close out, Joanne, just um, what would you like people to take away from this in terms of maybe, you know, what it is about the Northeast Arc that you'd like them to know that maybe people don't know or any misconceptions? I think that people are who are not like you and I, touched by the beauty that people with differences bring to their lives, mm-hmm. is that, you know, we cannot have an inclusive society unless people with disabilities are part of that conversation. And we're here at the Northeast Arc to make sure that uh, people with disabilities are part of every conversation and at every table uh, where human rights and opportunities are being discussed. Thank you, Joanne. We appreciate so, so much all of your insight and uh, all of the accomplishments and milestones that you've shared. We wish you so much continued success. And honestly, thank you from my family to yours and so many others that are listening. I mean, you know what it's like. You're in it with us. So thank you for the work you're doing. We we would be lost without you. So thank you. And you're improving and the lives of so many people. And that is why, you know, you guys are so exceptional. Thank you so much. And without um, you, Sue and Kendra, bringing exceptional women to Magic 106.7, our communities wouldn't know about them. So I thank you. Thank you to Joanne Simons, president and CEO of Northeast Arc, for sharing the latest accomplishments of an organization working to better the lives of those with developmental disabilities and their families. We wish you continued success as you improve the lives of so many. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change makers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We'd love to hear from you. So if you know someone who's making a difference, just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. You can also follow us on Instagram. Please do at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. And then join us every Sunday morning at 730 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.